Welcome to the new comeback edition of WW News Today podcast episode two. We're back like in sync, just not as good looking or famous or um, in demand. We're in demand. Nobody. Here's something well you dressed. never asked for, right? So here we are uh, with me today, of course, Tom Corliss. My name's Eric Morton, and we have a special guest today, uh, none other than the incomparable Nana Tanaka. Uh, Nana is a, a global Disney fan and uh, also on staff here. She runs our reporters here at WWNT, and uh, she has unique insights that we're going to share. She and manages all three teams, Florida, California, and Tokyo. That is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we do have a team of reporters in Tokyo. So uh, we have asked the community to give us some questions, things that we want to talk about, because today's subject is... The Disney online community. The current state. The current state of the Disney online community. Boy, it sends chills up your spine just talking about it, right? Remember when the Disney like online community was basically a few podcasts? I remember before that it was a series of internet forums. Well, yeah, and the we forums. All, we still have that. That's all we did. And then there were podcasts. That was the new craze. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Stinky Pete, the miner. <laughs> God. Uh, so, obviously, there are many flavors of Disney creators, I would say. Wow. they And each less palatable than the last. Correct. So, there's all, thing, <laughs> all kinds of things that end in auger, right? There's bloggers and vloggers, and we talked about loggers already. They're, they're, they're cutting down the trees by the Magic Kingdom right they now. They are, yeah. It's crazy um, over there. So, through all this... Obviously, this creates a great amount of interest in the community, either hate watching these people, talking bad about these people, and the people themselves with a lot of drama yeah. in between them. I don't even know where to start. But we well, there's, did- a, there's a couple of facets, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to break down the community real quick, there's, there's the news side, right? There's the YouTube side, vloggers, right? Uh, then there is the, the influencers, right? Those are I think those are your three... Main categories, right? I don't know if there's anything in between. I mean, there's, there's some of those legacy people. There's the like the Lou um, Lou Mangellos of the world that are kind of. It's a name I haven't yeah. heard in a long time. Right, but they are still in their own circle, uh, yeah. probably relevant. And uh, yeah. you know, there's just a little bit of this for everybody. I think they fall on the news side. I don't know, but you know, perhaps. Uh, where are we? Where are we? We're yeah. in a little bit of everything, but I think we mostly fall. On the news side. Would you oh. consider yourself an influencer, Tom? I'd like to not. Yeah, you are, though. No, don't, don't do this to like, me, please. Hey, you are the tall chorus from WWE. That doesn't make you an influencer, though. Like, you know, newscasters have been famous, right? That doesn't make them influence. They're I mean, not, they're the not power, news though. influencers. Maybe you got the power to change Disney, like... Yeah, but I don't like the term influencer. I think is is like I I have a following on social media, and I use that following to get free stuff and to, you know, like I don't think the point of an influence the point of an influencer to me seems to be like self promotion as opposed to like WWNT is a very a much broader mission, right? Which is to bring people news and also, you know, in later years to to withhold the legacy of the thing we love so much, right? Which is the Disney Company. Yeah, and and even the, the influencers, I would say someone like us, more news focused. Yeah, we're in the parks every day, and we'll get to that. We have a lot of questions about this, um, but also I think there's a brand of uh, influencer, if, if I'm going to use the word, that 
the uh, they're they're in the parks a lot, but really the parks are a backdrop for them to showcase yeah. their, themselves, right? It's more about their uh, person, more personality driven. They're not yeah. driven uh, by news. They are. Um, I hate I, I get I hate to use the word creator, right? Because everybody's creating. Just because you're documenting yeah. your life experience doesn't make you more creative than someone else. But those people are out there too. There's room for all of them, but most of them hate each other. Yep. And we could talk about that a little bit. I would say I think people asked about that. Yeah, people, that yeah. people ask about that a lot. I will tell you, I don't use TikTok a lot, but I'm aware that Disneyland is crazy. Those yeah. people all at each other's yeah. throats 24-7. Yeah. Here I think it's a little more subdued, a little behind the scenes. Here it's a quiet hatred. Mm-hmm. Everyone just quietly dislikes each other mm-hmm. in Florida. Yeah. And we'll talk about why. Why do we think that's a thing, right? We put the question, uh, number one, to the YouTube community section, and then we also put the question in our Patreon for the Wigs members. If you're interested in becoming a Wigs member, member by the way, patreon.com slash WWNT. Yeah. Or uh, if you're like me, uh, you get it reversed sometimes. It's WWNT.com slash Patreon. Either one works. Does the and, other one work? Yes. They that. both work. Okay. We, we, we idiot-proofed it. Oh. We Eric-proofed it. Yes. You could say that. So we put the question out there, and we got some really interesting responses. Yeah, uh, Tom, I think we'll start with, uh, and I pr- I'm trying to pronounce your usernames. This is from YouTube. Uh, Sherry Wadsworth, 5797. Sherry said, do you think that some bloggers are ruining it for guests? Example, talking over rides, cameras on rides, and showing others on rides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, we've talked about this several times, right? What we hear, do at WWNT is we try to not impede on the guest experience as much as possible, right? And that's why when you see us do a food review, we have those little mics. That's so we don't have to be loud and bother other people, right? Like I, what I took pride in, you know, we went and did a La Cellier review yesterday. And what I liked was, you know, I noticed like no one even really knew we were doing anything because we weren't screaming, right? Um, it even, it took the servers and the managers because, you know, obviously, WWNT is pretty well known at this point. So eventually, like, towards the very end of the meal, more of the servers and, like, management caught on that we were there and, like, came to, to visit and check in. Um, but but it took them quite a while, right, which is what we want. We want to have the experience that every other guest is having, and then we want the other guests that are experiencing the thing at the same time that we are to, to not even know we're there doing it. But I, I think it is a problem because I, I hear people bring it up all the time. I will tell you, I'm – I can only talk so much about what other people do other than what, you know, people in our audience tell us because I don't watch what other people do. I barely have time to watch right. what we do. Um, but I've, I've seen enough, whether, you know, in passing or that people have sent me a link to on YouTube or whatever, um, to, to see that there, there's a problem, right? So I, I think one video that particularly comes to mind, somebody at one of our, I think it was at our 16th anniversary event, um, one of the Wigs members talked about, what is it, Central Florida Edits, or what is it, Florida Resident Edits? Or? Florida Resident Edits. Is yeah. A, it's a YouTube channel, Nana, if you haven't seen it. It's kind of mean, but it's yeah. also kind of funny. They take um, little bits and pieces of uh, kind of well-known vloggers around the yeah. area, and they they make fun of them, right? They'll so, zoom in. No, yeah. it's... it's it's, these are generally there more are on some, the influencer side. Yeah, and there things, are some right? episodes that are – I've seen a couple, and some of them are just mean. But there was one 
that I watched that that it wasn't trying to be mean. It was it was more kind of angry. It was angry that it kept showing in the course of just watching one person's vlog all the times that they you could see other people like guests in the background either annoyed or bothered by what they were doing, right? Um, and so that that was one that stuck with me because I was like, that's I'm glad other there are other people in the community that kind of feel how I feel where it's like it's like it's it's fine to go film yourself and it's fine to film rides and it's fine to do all these things, but you could do them in a way that doesn't bother people or ruin their experience or interfere with their experience, right? So I agree with people. I think they do. I don't, I don't look when we live streamed every day, I never talked during a ride unless we were the only people in the vehicle, which only was a thing that generally happened back then because it was COVID and they wouldn't sit anyone else in the vehicle with us. <laughs> but if other people were in the vehicle, once that started happening again, we stopped talking on the ride. Now cameras on a ride, that's always been a thing, right? Like, uh, you know, normal tourists are filming. Um, there's a respectful way to do it. You shouldn't have a bright screen on things like that, but I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the problem. And then as for showing other people on rides, I mean, you know, you've gone into a theme park. You've gone, you know, if you go to a baseball game, if you go to, a, you know, if you go to a concert, if you go to a theme park, if you go to a tourist area of any kind, you should expect that you could appear in the background of anyone's videos, especially in the social media age, right? I, I don't think I'm, there's- I'm sure as there. often as we do film in the park that there could be anecdote. Look, there are people that just do not like us because of who we are and what anything we do is gonna annoy them. And I'm sure there are anecdotes of us being inconsiderate, but in general, I think that we go out of our way to be considerate. I know when, when I was live streaming, which I dislike doing by the way, um, well, it, it, it I don't like to stand there in a queue, have to wait, and you know I I couldn't make myself point a camera at people. So I'm I'm with that. Like inevitably, people are going to be in the frame at times, but but in terms of standing right there on yeah. the back of a family, you know, of a family who's trying to have a conversation or having your camera in someone's face, uh, in particular, a problem we've seen recently. Uh, there was a TikTok incident of people having an interaction with a with a uh, with a cast member and kind of escalating it and. Uh, what appeared to be kind of prodding her along and sticking a camera in her face yeah. during the whole time uh, cost her her job. Uh, a very, uh, I'm very cognizant of trying of not wanting to put cast members' faces on camera if I can avoid yeah, it. We you never know, do that. inevitably something's going to happen. You're in a you're in a public space and people are going to walk by or yeah. whatever. But I will say, uh, I know recently Horror Nights. First night of Horror Nights, uh, a creator, we've they've just opened the gates. And within a minute and a half, a creator has their camera like placed on a light stand. It's doing like some kind of dance in front of all the people. It's like, and this is when people are first coming in the park. They're making it about themselves immediately. I, it rubs me the wrong way. It, it may not bother everyone, but I've seen stuff like that happen where you're like, you know, you can, I, I understand that you, you're making your money, right? You're, you're trying to make your living and do these things because people expect park content from you. Yeah. But also there's a way to do it where the, you know, where you're respectful of other people. And and when we're eating food and things, I try to keep it down. You try to keep it down. Maybe we're imperfect, but I think yeah. by and large, you're going to not see a lot of instances well, were, of us. There were reviews where people commented like, I could barely hear you guys. And it's, you know, that's why we end up buying the mics. It was because, you know, in the process of not trying to bother people, we were being really low, right? We yeah. didn't want to bother yeah. anybody. What about you, Nana? You see, you, you're in the parks more than we are. You probably <laughs> see more creators walking around than anybody. I mean... As a creator, it's tough, you know, like, in Japanese social media world, if you do yeah. something, people will talk. The rules are very different. It's really, like, 
And like somebody gonna take picture of you doing something and then post it on Twitter and says, Oh, wow. she's doing this in the park today and it's so annoying. Like Have you had that happen? Oh yeah, here and People there. People posted a picture yeah, of you? Here and what there. what were they complaining that you did? Oh, because I'm taking this space not really, but like I, there was nobody, so I was just taking pictures of merchandise and people was like, Oh, she's taking a lot of space to do like take pictures of merch. But like if you think the Disney World or Disneyland community is anal, may I introduce you to the Tokyo Tokyo is, to the Tokyo, Tokyo is really bad. Like, I've been in trouble a couple of times like, with them. Like the time they didn't, no one told me I couldn't film Small World during the soft opening. And then I did. And then everyone complained. And then the next day they had signs in English. Yeah. Well, yeah like I had a hard time taking picture of the merchandise at the... Duffy's releasing day that I went to get mm. the Geratoni's hat. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like people like, <clears throat> like. Whoa. There's a. Like, I'm sorry. Is that the resellers com Reseller complaining about you though? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a they lot were of like, them there. Mm, like they're like they have five dolls in their hands picking up their. And they're worried about things. you you photographing to show people. Yeah, what the I'm over here like is. taking pictures yeah. of, like those people. Yeah. So, there's you a know. there's a guy on social media that was live streaming in Japan that. Mm -hmm. uh, offended enough people. He was going out of his way to offend people, by the way, American mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. um, playing basically almost, I don't know if he was on Twitch or what he was on, but people were Twitch. requesting songs, and then he would play uh, songs that were offensive to Japanese mm -hmm. people on a loudspeaker while he's in, in the queue at, at yeah, Tokyo at Disneyland. Disneyland. I think Big Sound Mountain. Um, and then he's walking the streets, and by, I mean, next thing you know, all of Japan is like a social media firestorm about this guy. Yeah. Yep. And he did, like, someone did. Physically assault him at Yeah, some not point. just once, a couple times. A couple times. It does happen. Yeah. But, you know, the OLC have a rule that we can on a live stream from Tokyo Disney Sea, Tokyo Disneyland. If yeah. you do that, people will come at you like, you're not supposed to live stream. We got yelled at when we streamed Believe Sea of Dreams. We got yelled at by the PR department. Well, when that news came out, though, they didn't say that you couldn't live stream. No. They said that they were going to, if people abused it, they couldn't live stream or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so. And then they're like, no, you can't That's what we said, and then they're like, no, you can't do that. I was like, well, your, your rules are very vague, so. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe make them clearer. But if you go to Tokyo, I know this means don't film. Do not. Do not. And film. then my personal favorite is put the put, put the away. phone yeah, or put camera phone away. away. <laughs> this is what happened. I mean, I think most people get this. There are some people that just think that they are the show. Right, I'm here to be the show, and yeah. this is who I am. I want to, and the, to the the Florida resident edits video you're talking about. I know this group of people by the end of this vlog that they're filming is singing at full volume on a monorail full of guests and doing yeah. all kinds of things that they're getting criticized for by wow. these people. Yeah. Uh, not to defend Florida resident edits. Uh, <laughs> no, maybe it's they're a mean, nice people. It's, it's a definitely mean, mean but it is funny. Yeah. No, is, you know. Yeah, I mean, and then we, you know... And we since, haven't ended up on it. So. Since the beginning, we've always been... I, I think we've always, you know, sort of pointed and laughed at not only just the community at large, but, you know, what, what we do also, right? Because there has to be... Um, you have to look at this with... with uh, You have to understand the ridiculousness of it all at some points, right? Like, I, I, you know, I love what we do, and I think what we do is important. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, we sometimes you have to... Take a step back and be like, yeah, all right, guys, we're you know we are a bunch of grown adults fighting to be first in line for the figment meet and greet. Or, it was tough. Um, yeah, like like sometimes you have to, and and we can make fun of that, right? In Florida, the Florida resident edits thing, like, look, there's some episodes that are particularly mean. Um, there's some like the the Mr. Morrow one where they were you know all kind of drinking around the resorts and being loud on the monorail. Where I sit there and I'm like, it's, it, it, there's no real argument. 
right? Yeah. Like I, if I'm Mr. Morrow, I don't know that I have an argument against that because you could see people are annoyed in the background. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, some people, when you do this, inevitably you're going to have moments that you put on camera out there for the world to look at that you're not proud of, right? We have hours and hours and hundreds of hours of you and me and Anna and others on camera and not everything, you know, you don't always make the best choices, but you try to try to act like respectful of people, yeah. I think. I think most of my moments were Twitter based. So I don't yeah, know. that's probably they're not. True. They're maybe not in video, but you, uh, you and Twitter, man, that was, was yeah. those were the days. Remember, tw Twitter was an app where you. Could. <laughs> I love that now nobody can call it Twitter, and you can't really call it X. So they, everybody in the news always calls it X, formerly Twitter. Yeah. So. The artist formerly known as Twitter. Um, our next comment comes from Christian Suglia. I apologize if I mispronounced that. Um, this is from our Wigs uh, Patreon uh, remarks. Uh, would love for you all to chat about how the influx of more bloggers and vloggers in the park impacts the normal guest experience. Also interested to see how the benefits of entertainment and content they provide are weighed against any negatives. Thank you. I mean, there shouldn't be negatives, right? I think that's, you know, the same way... You know, we want a net zero impact on on the park guests, right? So there shouldn't be a negative. Um, the influx definitely affects people, though, right? So, like, if you're a normal guest and you go to the first night at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, that's not a normal party, right? Like, none of the normal – like, it's not normal to stand at Cheshire Cafe and wait 25 minutes for – the one weird special dessert they have, that's not going to happen the rest of the season probably, right? Um, and you know, and, and the thing that was, so this is a really good example is I'm in that line. Party started, I'm in that line for the food. And everyone else is, you know, there's some kind of influencer, right? There's vloggers in the line. There's people that work for other news sites. There's people that with very little following are trying to get started who are doing, you know, their own thing on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, right? And we're all there for the same reason. And, and we're all there because we're going to all photograph or video this new dessert that's only available at the very expensive party we paid extra money to go to. Um, and so um, Adam the Woo, who's another – I probably don't need to say who this is, but you know, Adam has a very successful channel, been around yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, really one of the few very nice, kind people I think in the community that no one has anything bad to say about. Um, but Adam always stops and says hello. And we, we did a quick hello. I'm standing in the line and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, you know, I got to wait in this line to take a picture of this. <laughs> you know, I got to wait 30 minutes to take a photo of this dessert. It's very important. And I can see a couple of people in the line are like giving me a dirty look at this point. I'm like, because well, it's absurd. It's, yeah. Right. It's okay. It's that absurd that it's important. Look, I'm in yeah. this line also. So I yeah. have to do this for, for what we do. Right. That that's, I have decided this is what we do. We are going to bring you reviews of all of this food so you can decide what you should get and what you shouldn't get when you go to the party and save you money, right? That's the idea. And that's – I'm making fun of what I'm doing also. <laughs> so, like, the fact that they're sitting there annoyed at me, like, don't be mad. Like, don't hate the player. Hate the game, bro. Like, this it's, is – It is the uh, vlogging game, this the is, news game. Yeah, right? like, don't pretend like we're doing something wildly important – at this moment, even in the scheme of theme, of theme park reporting, this is the low end of the totem pole no matter what. Like, it's okay. Like, we're all being, we all, we all have decided we're going to wait 25 minutes to get a picture of this slush. Like, it's, it's an absurd moment. Like, don't, and then people are mad at, they're, they're giving me dirty looks about it. Like, no, you're not doing something important and neither am I. Like, calm, calm down. 
Um, it's funny, uh, Tom, when you and I went to Disneyland recently, uh, we met up with uh, our friend Max, uh, Mr. Cheesy Pop yeah, yeah. on YouTube. And he's like, yo, I don't do first days anymore. Yeah. I'm like, wow, talk about rising yeah. above the game, right? I don't do first. Think about yeah. that. If I didn't have to do first day of a festival, yeah. every time there's a new festival, you know how much more I could enjoy my life? Yeah. I think first but days are even yeah. rougher out there, man. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, first day of a festival, first day of any event, obviously you're gonna be you're gonna have yeah. bloggers and vloggers and influencers and everybody all over the park. Um, it's kind of just what we're used to. When someone says, you know, when you weigh that uh, or do you weigh this against negatives, there are negatives, right? We take yeah. up space. We are we make the lines longer because you know we're there as fast as we can, and, and sometimes at we least have on that day multiple right on that day, and sometimes we have multiple people going to multiple locate, you know. The only way we could do all the food on the first night of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is to split up. Yep. So we are spreading ourselves out. We're taking up a little space. Yeah, you may see us filming. I think we try to keep it low key. You can't eliminate your presence in the park, right? Nana knows this. Mm. Nana Nana's done this more than we, um, mm -hmm. or more than me. My teeth hurting. Maybe so. not more than time. No, just back hurt. in the day, I did it a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think it's important to review all the food. The first day, I mean, it's it's very important to do first day, so the people doesn't need to spend extra money, extra yeah. time, extra effort. Someone's going today to, or tomorrow. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's like that's so you know we can kind of save in their times and like especially for like Japanese people if they don't know what they're doing they like to search before they're coming in. Yeah. So like we kind of helping them too. So we talk about this a lot. Our our mission, which is you know, and and this is this comes up in a question, but essentially, why are we there? And I think the value that we provide isn't necessarily a picture of a slush. It's someone's going to go to the Halloween party and you have four hours mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. And you want to have the three or four best food items while you're there. Mm -hmm. And there's 26 yeah. of them. And you want to go to someone that's going to be honest and say, this one sucks. This one's good. This one's okay. And We're kind of consumer advocates, right? And that, that's kind of... I would say, especially when people ask why are you guys negative, I don't I don't feel that we're negative. I just negative. feel that there are honest. some outlets that are all 100% positive. And if you are a consumer, that doesn't do you any good, right? If you go to consumerreports.com because you're buying a new television <laughs> and all the televisions are rated as a 10, what good is it to pay for a yeah. subscription to Consumer Reports? If we so, were negative, I think if we reviewed something and it was terrible and we told you not to go to Disney World, that's actual negativity. But negativity is not, you know, this dish wasn't good here, but here's another place on Disney World property where we've had this where it is good, right? Like going back to the Le Cellier review for, for tomorrow, I mean, I, you know, Yachtsman, right? Yacht, I talked about Yachtsman yeah. Steakhouse. I was like, you know what? I don't like Yachtsman Steakhouse, but what did I offer? I said, Le Cellier and Flying Fish are two great alternatives. To yachtsmen, I'm not telling you not to go to Disney World. I'm telling you where you're going to spend that money and have a better time. And that doesn't mean I hate Disney World. That's not being negative. That's being honest and constructive is what wow. is what that's being. If I tell them this cupcake's not that great, they're not going to leave Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and go yeah. to Publix and eat a cupcake yeah. and then come back to yeah. the party, right? Yeah. They're still going to spend their money at Disney. Yeah. So I think that there's this um, thought with people that when we're negative, we're somehow just negative about everything. I think what we're doing is trying to take it seriously. I don't know now, how it helps. I don't always agree with you, and you don't always agree with me on no. what's good and what's bad. Those are subjective. No. Uh, there are t things that you said are terrible that I thought were good, and I'm sure things I thought were good that you thought were good, and things that I thought were terrible, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but th so there's a little, little, 
little bit's in the eye of the beholder. But in general, I think yeah. we are provide trying to provide an yeah. honest uh, consumer. Service. And we saw then the the Shiki Sai review. Like there were things Nana liked, like Shikisawa. her gross. What what was the what was the gross thing? Natomaki. The natomaki. Yeah, my favorite. And what is that again? Uh, some something something soybean in the soybean. Yeah, that is already. Yeah, like, that's like a fermented fermented yeah, yeah, soybean. Fermented yeah. soybean. Yeah, right. Like so, you know, in the review, generally in our reviews, if possible, there's more than one of us. With the idea again being like, you know, let's let's have all the pertinent opinions available, and then then you as the consumer can decide based on what you know we thought, right? Uh, but to Christians. Uh, point in the question, there is an influx of more bloggers and vloggers. You, I've never seen more gimbals and <laughs> and cameras and things yeah. ever. I can't really look down on it because I have to do it sometimes too yeah. as part of my job. But that that's a thing, right? And people mm-hmm. can decide, do I like to follow this person or not? Some people like to follow the smaller creators and help them build up. Some people like so to follow the big ones. you just find people that, that you, you click with, yeah. right? I'm trying to find a particular quote I want to. Oh, boy. To, oh to enact here. Okay, you can keep going. Is it from Walt Disney? No, it's oh from an animated movie. Like, though. if you can vlog it, you can do it. No, that was, that was Tom Fitzgerald, wasn't it? Um, I mean, you're doing your some quote? justice. Uh, Remy said, well, yeah, anyone can cook. That doesn't mean that anyone should, right? Oh. And yeah. so anyone can do this. Mm. That doesn't mean that everybody should. And I think that's that's the problem sometimes is I, I think there is an overabundance and there there's too many people. And I think too many people try to just emulate what other people are doing, right? right. I think when we, the reason WWNT exists is because we saw something that no one else was doing. And what no one else was doing was posting news from Disney World every day. That was not a thing. WW Magic back in 2007, you're lucky if three to four days a week there was news. And, you know, I'd come around vacation, it would be like, well, it's, it's clear something new is happening here every day, whether it's food or merchandise or attractions or operational changes, mm-hmm. meet and greets, whatever the case may be. There's something new here every day. And now, you know, f- fast forward 16 years and um, all these websites post 20 to 30 times a day with different things that have happened at the Disney parks, right? So, um you know, I, I think that's, you know, the, what the community needs more of is is different ideas and less of people that just do the same exact things. Um, and I think that's, you know, I don't know. I've never been a fan of, like, look what someone else is doing. It's like, let's just go rip that off, right? And then, don't, don't get me wrong. There's been a number of websites I could name right now who are just WDWNT ripoff. I mean, everybody um, have their sites. Friends. Because it, it's a business, right? As opposed to WWNT, which was started by people... Not to make money, it was started because we loved doing it. And, and look at us now. And it was, oh yeah, I mean, it's true. It was a volunteer enterprise for eight years. And then we woke eight up years. one day and we're like, Whoa. you know, oh, there's some money. Maybe this maybe this can be a thing. Okay. Um, but I think there's something to be said when it comes from a place of that that kind of, and there, don't get me wrong, there are other big entities in this community that started that way, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think... I think I I take particular offense to the people that got in this community with, you know, one of two other thoughts, which was, oh, look, other people are making money doing this. Maybe I can. And yeah. the other thought is like, oh, other people get attention doing this. Maybe I can get that oh. attention. And that's mm-hmm. if, if those are if, are the, if those are the things driving you to be a part of this, I think you're in it for the wrong reasons. And I think you shouldn't be here. And I don't really care who that rubs the wrong way. But that's the reason why I'm still in this company after three years. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's because we actually care. No, it's like, you know, everybody else kiss Disney's, you know. You're not ever, not everyone. But, like, they don't really tell the truth. They don't really bring out their opinion. They just says, like, oh, this is new. But yeah. us, this is new, and this is this. And then we did like it or we didn't like it. We give them, like, supported yeah. sentence for each thing. And yeah. then the viewers and readers value our opinion. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. That's the reason why I'm still here. And and people, uh, uh, I'll see digs at us sometimes like, well, we know why you, you guys aren't trustworthy because you're not even on the media list. And it's actually the, the reverse of that is true, right? Yeah. You're <laughs> probably trustworthy because you're not on the media list mm-hmm. because if you are on the media list and yeah. you're a small creator, if you're, I'm not talking yeah. your CNN or the Orlando Sentinel even. Uh, you know, well, because those, those are you know those right. guys aren't getting into the nitty gritty anyway, right. right? Those are those are major news sources who you know IGN and all those get sent to these things. Like that's you know right, but that's if you, a if, different thing. If you're us, and and if you're you know if you have a TikTok account and you have forty thousand followers, you might get they might reach out to you, yeah, and invite you uh, to a private event uh, before the opening of something and uh, try out a new cupcake. And the fact is that better be your review better be it's the best cupcake you've ever had yep. or you're not going to be on the media list. <laughs> yeah. So you either play ball or you yeah. don't. Well, we've and heard from us, people, I think right? The, like, the best thing that could happen to us is to not be on that media list. Yeah. A lot of people think like, oh, oh, they're just burned because they're not on the media list. I think that uh, uh, our mission aligns a lot better with not being on a media mm-hmm. list because yeah. we're free. We can we can say we what don't we have believe. to be unethical, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's extraordinarily unethical, number one, that you have to say certain things to, to be on a media list, number one. And number two, like, I, I know, like, you know, in the case of Disney Food Blog, we know for a fact, like, it was well documented that they would get food, photograph it, and throw it away. We have video documentation of it happening where they just weren't even trying the food. They just threw it out. And they've gotten a little better over time, but it's still to the point where they can't be 100% honest about the food. They're, if they don't like something, there are certain words and phrases mm-hmm. they have to use, stuff like that. Um, that seems really disingenuous. That just seems like not a great idea. No, right? but like, that's what Disney wants. Or- yeah, and, and so why, why like, and, and Disney, you know, obviously Disney hates us for a number of reasons, and one of them is a resentment, right? They took us off the media list thinking, well, that's, that's the end of them. <laughs> uh, and it turns out by not being on the media list all those years, you're free. We were, yeah, we were able to post all the things that everyone else was not allowed to post, and by not and by posting different things, and this this comes back to what I said before about being different. If you post different things, you get readers that other people do not. If you're simply just posting the little press release that Disney emailed to you, then you have the same text, the same photos, you have the same information as everyone else on the media list. You have no ability to be different from other people. Right. But more importantly, there's no ability to be ethical. You you cannot be ethical on the media list. They they deny that from you, and that's right. why you're not media at that point. You're no. actually you're actually the like thing, PR. For yeah, them. <laughs> the thing that drives me crazy though is is what's happened in recent years, where I think um, a lot of audience in the community has been really misguided by these. Uh, real journalists is the yeah. term I'm going to use. Right? We have uh, Scott Gustin. We have. Um, uh, That's a Twitter her? guy, right? Yep. He, mostly Twitter, yeah. yeah. And I think she, I think he's only Twitter, actually. And then um, what's her name? Um, who doesn't like us very much? Oh, Carly, I remember. Carly Wiseau. Carly Wiseau. Um, these these real media people, and I say real media by like they're you know, people that have worked 
in places that would be considered real journalistic outlets in, in very low ranking positions. And, and we'll be very honest positions they couldn't succeed in and then saw like, Oh, I like Disney and this is sort of an emerging market and I can jump into this. And what Disney found is again, and what Disney likes is the ability to control these people and control the narrative. Right. And in the case of Scott, uh, less so Carly, I think has had a couple moments where even Disney was like, oh, we're not dealing with you anymore. Um, but then she has connections. We won't even get into her whole unethical thing that her husband's a record producer and and you know so some people at D twenty three. I don't know any of this. Some people at D twenty three were I don't very know anything about her. Yeah. by that Jeffrey Epstein, who's no longer with the company. Thank God. Um, Different you know, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, not way. not that Jeffrey Epstein, um, but still still bad. Um, wow. <laughs> But like Jeffrey and them were so smitten with the, this guy has connections and I want to be an L.A. socialite and, blah, you know, and they further their own agenda by putting her on media list. And to Carly's credit, when she first got in the community and she first got on the media list, she was still staring, sharing stuff from us because we were first. And I had a whole conversation with her where we shared the transport, the original concept art, the blueprints for the transport for the Star Cruiser. And we shared that, and she reshared that to whatever outlet she was writing for at the time. And she wrote back to me, she's like, Disney asked me not to do that, but I said to them, I was like, but but he has the information. Like, this is real. Why can't I share this? But then over time, you saw her, like, she slowly just stopped putting our stuff out there, and Disney slowly got her to just post what they wanted her to post, right? Um, and Scott is the same thing, where Scott only posts what, really what he's given to post, and that's why they give him stuff first. It's, it's this trade-off. It is... You know, you you know, we we like you. you I'm, we're going to use you essentially to dispel what what we don't like, right? My my favorite Scott Gustin moment of recent is I do, may, there's beef I didn't even know. Oh about. yeah, I, this you is may, not on my radar. Scott you may Gustin's remember. You may remember there was a situation where Bob Chapek wasn't coming to Destination D here in oh. Florida. Oh, I remember that big right, day. and it was the day after Bob Iger's farewell party, and because of that, Chapek canceled. Right. There were certainly other things going on, and one of them was there was generally a fear that Bob Chapek wasn't liked and might be booed by some people if he went to Destination D. Correct. So that big CNBC article came out, and CNBC claims the reason simply was the Bob Iger party. And Scott Gustin decides to tweet, like, remember those remember those rumors about why Bob <laughs> Chapek wasn't going? Well, this story has all the facts. Fun fact about the CNBC story, it says that the party and the D23 presentation were the same day. Yeah. Guess what? They weren't. They were on different days, separated by a day. Uh, so, yeah, I guess the full real story with the wrong dates... It cancels out in, in the my most, sources. In the most technical sense, he could have been at Bob Iger's house after midnight, which it doesn't sound like he was based on <laughs> no. the accounts of that dinner. Yeah. In which case, it could have been the same yeah. day because destination. Uh, he also could have left at 6 a.m. from Burbank Executive Airport and made it in plenty of time for and destination. I think day, it but. didn't even need saying because if we had not posted the story that they were worried about the ramifications and the behavior of the fan community if he were to take yeah. the stage. I think if we would have reported um, Bob Chapek quietly removed from the schedule, yeah. everyone else would have said, yeah. we understand why, right? Yeah. Everybody knew why. But you, that wasn't what you our had a source that You had a multiple. source, multiple sources, yeah. but everybody else didn't really need one. Everybody no. knew, like, you're not going to put that guy in a yeah. stage in front of in front of the most rabid but no, Disney there, fans such, in the world. Scott and these other people have such an inferiority complex that it is a need to discredit us whenever possible. And Country Bears was another one where Disney put out 
that release saying the Bears are here to stay, blah, blah, blah. And everyone jumped on that and said the rumors were wrong and blah, blah, blah. And we've come to realize at this point from various Imagineers who are no longer with the company, mm -hmm. you know, people who were in PR, wherever they may have been. We all know the real story at this point. The real story at this point was the Bears were going away. And if you still don't believe that after the fact that they were itching to make a new show <laughs> pretty much very short order after the 50th anniversary, I mean – I don't know what you need to believe, but Scott and them, like, they'll never retract that. Even if I find, if I found that art, if I found that Toy Story Marionette show concept art tomorrow, if that was sent to me tomorrow, these people, whether it was the Diz or them, or Scott Gustin or, or Blog Mickey or whoever these people are, all these, these people would never post the retraction because they're unethical human beings. And that's the problem with this community is there is a lot of unethical people and some of it's to stay on media lists and some of it's for attention and some of it is out of jealousy, which is a big thing in this community where everyone hates each other. I'm not saying it's just directed at me. I think everyone hates everybody. I think everyone's jealous of everybody. This got spicy quick. We're only on episode <laughs> two. Did you not think it would? Whoo, boy, yeah, people do hate everybody. I don't know, I don't know why. I, That's the first thing I learned 16 years ago. I'm a get-along, go-along type of person. I don't yeah. feel like I made any enemies. I will tell you, because our next question says, I would love to see a discussion on why there is so much tension between vloggers and why it seems to be such a stressful occupation. Oh Most of us listening would love to try it, but what are the hidden downfalls? That was from Kyle Murray, one of our WIGS members. Uh, um, I will tell you, they don't like each other. They don't? I don't know why. I, I haven't... Okay, I was at a bar near my home not that long ago. And someone, keep in mind, I don't watch other people's content. I don't have that kind of time. I don't even, I probably shouldn't say this in front of Tom. I don't even watch our content a lot of the time. There's, we, there's too much here. Or maybe for we wouldn't have released I mean. accidentally an episode of News Today with Tom dropping an F bomb or some of these other things that oh I probably should watch before I hit publish, right? Oh, yeah, or the Mike Wazowski moments we had. Because the show's, got, the happen, show's right? got to get out. Editing yeah. pro problems happen, and it's late at night, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I recognize this person as a vlogger um, who has a growing channel that's gotten pretty big, and I've never watched this person's content. And this person things. sat at a bar near my house glaring at me for like 30 minutes to the point like other people around me are like, who is that dude? And I'm like, oh, that's... And... I don't, why is he looking at you? I was like, I don't know. I've never met this person in my life. I don't know <laughs> these people, right? I don't know these people. Yeah. And um, a couple years ago when the, when Genie launched, remember I did the doing whatever Genie tells us to do. I had the, oh. I recorded the video. First thing I got to Magic Kingdom early. We did it. We, and then we decided to do all of them. And then like a day and a half later, everybody starts doing, I did whatever Genie told me to do. And they, Except they didn't, right? They would be like, oh, it's telling me to do this. Nope. You know, so I actually tortured myself and did this. Yeah, um, I, yeah I came up with the idea on my own, other, but it's not a hard idea to arrive at. It's not a stretch to believe that yeah. other people could come to that same idea for content immediately. Yeah. I'm not claiming that people are stealing the idea for that from me. But all the comments are like, hey, you're the one person that actually did it. And they named some names of people. And I think I said, I made it, I responded. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I didn't say anything bad about this person. But that could be the only thing close to an interaction with that person I had until they just sat there glaring at me in a bar. Like the kind of glaring <laughs> that's not like a curious glaring, the kind no. of glaring like I want this guy to look no, over No, and the person you've mentioned like, before has done it to me and I 
can tell you I have never said a word about them. I didn't even know who they were until you told me. And I'm not going to mention them now because I, I fear for, you know, my safety, honestly, given the weird public glaring. But, um, yeah, it's it's just so weird. It's a weird community. And, like, like Lou Mangiello you brought up earlier, which is a mm-hmm. name I haven't heard in a long time. But, you know, when I first came in, I tried to be nice to everybody. Like, I tried to be real friendly. And people made it very clear that they didn't want to be friendly, that this was competition. And I was, you know, to my credit, I was like, oh, this is competition? Okay, let's compete. And then I proceeded to compete with all of them. And they didn't like that very much. Um, And here we are now. Nana, are they mean to you? Do you have any haters in the park? Well, I do have a Japanese hater coming at me all the time. Just one? Well, you're not even in Japan uh, that much. Well, there's the Japanese people doing um, covering Disney World here. Uh, like, okay, so before I became WWNT family, I had my own. I started in 2017, and maybe two years later, they started popping up more Japanese people who covering Disney World. But what I buy posted out, people started copying me. Like, you know, this is yeah, who yeah, copied yeah. who did it, who that. Yeah. Like, Just prepare yourself for the comments on this show where we're all going to get thrown under the bus. Like, you got to come up with everything first. But like, it's not always the case. But, but, but like, yeah. you know, in the Japanese people's community, people just stealing yeah. people's stuff and copy and paste. Like, copy and paste not okay. But yeah, Nana does operate our Japanese language website, by the way, www.nt.jp. That's, a, that's kind of a ground floor <laughs> effort. We're trying to get it up. So if you... Even if you don't speak Japanese, go give us a page view. It'd be much appreciated. But yeah, I mean, of course, these people hating each other. There is no. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're gonna like each other anyway. Yeah. Because we are doing the same thing, and everybody have different colors. So you know, we try to show what we are best, and yeah. but still, people be like, "Oh, he trying to copy me. He copied my stuff." I'm like, um, "That's why I don't even bother looking what other people are doing because I'll just get angry about we it." We have openly made fun of. I mean, I know we've done things with food blog in particular. Yeah. The old fingernails or the food hacks. And I like I can understand that. Like at the time, like for instance, I used to see Molly around all the time. I don't know Molly, I've never had an interaction with Molly. She's doing she's a professional, she's doing her thing. I never had any trouble with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did mock food blog, who, if you didn't know, owns all ears, or they're both they're owned by company, the same yeah. company. Um, you know, and we have made fun of them openly. Uh, for that, you know, you, you it's a risk you take. But it's I think parody. our audience for the – it's parody, right? We have a game where we throw cupcakes in the trash can and oh the audience has to get – if you never watched WWE News Tonight on Thursdays on WWNT.TV, um, where they have to answer a question. And the question will give a real food blog <laughs> headline and they have to guess which word in that headline was put in all caps in the actual headline. Oh. And it's actually a fun and difficult game. Yeah. Um, and then they earn – the right to throw a certain amount of cupcakes in the trash. Yes, we're making fun of them, um, but it's parody. I think it's lighthearted. I mean, there are legitimate, I think, just business disagreements we have with how they operate, you know, how they operate yeah, they're their just business. they're not genuine. So, like, I, you know, we've always had a problem with the people that aren't genuine in this community. And Food Blog, let's, let's be honest about Disney Food Blog in all years, entities that were built not by people that love Disney, but by people that saw an emerging business. Like, it is a business. It was a business from day one. And they're very good at it, don't get me wrong, but they also mislead people. The, people say, we write clickbait. I think Food Blog's titles are the worst kind of clickbait to give you <laughs> no, 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 no. no information. I'm well, sorry. Yeah. Inside the There's, magic a, there's one like, yeah, yeah, I wasn't even going to name names. There's no, one inside that everybody the watching knows has the worst headlines. My favorite thing today was Inside the Magic. We, we you know, we had um, 
Gabrielle Rusin, who does some freelance stuff for us, used to write for the Orlando Sentinel for, God, I think she was there 20, 30 years, however long she wow. was there. Um, she looks over like police reports and stuff like that for us. And so we had the, the lawsuit that's filed for Peter Pan's flight. Yeah. I saw that Inside the Magic stole that story today, linked to a site that linked to us, but had no mention of us as yeah. the original source Whoa. because they're, yeah, because I've, on several occasions, the new owner who bought it from Ricky, I've had disagreements with where he literally wrote to me, he's like, you do not own the news. I was like, yeah, but like, we're the ones that got the, the news. They paid for like, the police report that you're- No, not even the police report. It was another story where a source gave me like something from Paris and then he took it. I was like, this hasn't been published anywhere, but WDWNT, can you put credit or remove the story? Yeah. And he just went, you do not own the news and blocked me. Wow. That was- mm. He's he's a he's a mental case. I hate to use that term. <laughs> when you're talking the about the news people, case. a lot of people are publishing the same things around the same time. Sometimes someone will publish something uh, that we didn't know about, and we will verify that and yeah. link accordingly, yeah. hopefully, or have our independent source. Yeah. Um, I if I'm very rarely editor for reasons that are obvious, which are I'm not good at it. It's not part of my uh, core competencies. Yeah. But uh, when I'm doing it, I. W if I see something interesting, I will find my own. I'll find a source, right? And yeah. I will. I will cite a source. Yeah. And we can't always do that. Sometimes people hide their. Sometimes people don't put what their source is because they don't want the other bloggers to know what their source was. Yeah. Right. That's very common. Oh, we've too. done that. Yeah. Yeah, we do that. Other people do that. Yeah, play the game. It's yeah. part of the game. Um, you know, we're not first on everything. I think a lot of people no. come to us. They go. The, the reason I come to WW, I mean WWNT is I'm a cast member, and you guys know stuff before I do. Yeah. In fact, someone said that about the about the bear in the tree story, yeah. which actually we weren't first to. No. So, which I would love to have been first. To. I mean, we were first to say that that side of the park was closed, but we didn't know why yet. So I didn't think we were going to get that deep into the tea with everyone. Oh, I knew we would. Oh, uh, naming too many names. We are, you know, They already hate us. What's the difference? Well, no, but here's something <laughs> I'll say for all these people is having worked in that environment, I respect the game, right? I respect that it does take time, effort, diligence, time away from your family to sit there and publish news yeah. and all these kinds of things. And, and we do have differences about the way we go about it from some other people that yeah. I don't necessarily begrudge them. Uh, some of the ways people go about it, I don't agree with. But I don't, you know, yeah. and sometimes I can make fun of it. Nobody gets made fun of more than us. Yeah. Hmm. Like, we're probably public but then when, one for a lot But that's my favorite is then everyone gives us a black eye, and then when we give them two back, it's, it's oh, they're mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, like, People's especially like, food right. blog, like, they're like, oh, you know, punching, don't punch down. I'm like, they have, like, millions of followers. They yeah. have, in many ways, we're, yeah. we're punching up on them. I mean, as yeah. much as we are the worldwide leader in Disney Parks News, they certainly have a l very large social media following, and mm -hmm. I'm sure they're doing, uh, they're very successful Their YouTube following is bigger, yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, they're subscriber based. But but um, the way I look at Disney Food Blog is I, I think they're good for the industry in that they're a gateway drug. Um, I think people find the fandom through that, and then they crave more, because I think Food Blog is very much the, the top layer, right? It's You're only ever... Right. You know, you have the base layer of all of this. And then as you get deeper in the fandom, you're like, well, this is, you know, I appreciate that they post news and this, but but why is this stuff the way it is? And, and you know, maybe you go to, you know, they, they review a restaurant and 
you were like, oh, they, they made it sound really good and you go there and it's not as good as maybe they said it was. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's the gateway. And then people are like, well, there's got to be other people that do that. Mm-hmm. And that's when we come in. But that's what people always say is I, I get that a lot where they're like, oh, we used to watch Food Blog. We used to watch All Ears. And um, then we found you guys and it was just refreshing. We What we get a lot is it's refreshing how honest you guys are. And I, I think that it, right, like, look, I love Disney and very much the Disney style is that smile the whole time and be positive. And I get why Disney does that. I understand why when Disney PR pr- produces video and audio and, and, and stories, I understand that positivity and that, that pixie dust. And that makes sense to me. As a community, we don't, you know, you can choose to go down that road. I think it's, it's you know, it, it's a bit much. I don't think you need to be like, you know, full on phony with people. And I think that's what we are. Like we love this thing. I love it dearly, probably more than anything else in my life. And I care about it. And I think that shows in, in what we do. And I think you can't be news if you only report the positive side of something. No. That's not news, right? That's No, and that was like my big Scott Gustin gripe was <laughs> when we were <laughs> back to Scott I, Gustin. I really dis- oh really God. dislike this guy. I think he's the least genuine human being in the entire community, honestly. Um, but like when the cast members were going, when the cast members were fighting for their raise, Scott didn't get involved. Scott sat there like a lot of people did. And then someone asked him like, Scott, why, like, are you going to stand up for them or anything? And he goes, oh, I don't like to get involved in like these kind of things. I don't like to bring the but news then, to people that there's a protest. Yeah. But yeah. then SAG happened. And Scott, because Scott wants to have Hollywood friends, is suddenly like posting all sorts of things in, in support of the the SAG strike. And I'm like, so Scott, you're, you know, because people give you information or want to be nice to you and you feel, you know, special and important when Hollywood types like talk to you, you're going to, you know, try to win over points with them. But these Disney World cast members who are responsible for all the stuff you post every day, you're not going to fight for them though. You're going to sit there and, and ignore the story because, oh, it's uncomfortable. Scott, you went to school for journalism, I assume. You, you claim to be a journalist. You claim you've worked in this field. You know the first thing they teach us when we go to school for journalism? It's like you're supposed to fight for the little guy. You're supposed to be the voice of the voiceless. That's the purpose of the job. That's what journalists do. They uncover the truth. And instead, he sat there quietly like, oh, it's uncomfortable. Do you think Watergate was comfortable, Scott? Do you think any like major event in the world that a journalist has covered, going to cover war, do you think any of those things were comfortable? Look, I am not comparing what we do to that. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm we saying, now go to our war correspondent, Tom Corliss, in the trenches. If you go to school for journalism, we're all taught the same way. It doesn't matter, right? And the messaging is that is not that everything's comfortable. Like you're going to cover uncomfortable stories. That's the job. And in some, there are some reporters. That's all they do. All they do is cover things that are. Not fun to talk about, like, you know, the homeless problem in certain cities or, you know, uh, all sorts of other things I'm not going to get into because God knows we'll open a can of worms on this show. But um, no, I mean, that that is never an excuse. Look, there are plenty of stories that were uncomfortable, right? The monorail accident was terribly uncomfortable. A cast member died. You know, when when the alligator incident happened at the Grand Floridian, that's that's uncomfortable, but that's that's in our scope of news. That's what we cover, right? Yeah. Like that's someone died at Disney World. That that's a terrible, terrible thing. 
but we told you we're going to tell you what's happening at Disney World that day. And yeah, look, I'd much rather it be a day full of cupcakes, hmm. new new spirit jerseys, a ride opening, and whatever else rather than that. But I, I can't control when a bear arrives on property, when a kid <laughs> goes splashing in the Grand Floridian, you know, yeah. beach. You know, like th- those. That's not within our control. But it is within our our circle of coverage. I was almost hit by a Disney bus a couple months ago. What? And I was like, man, if I got killed, would Tom write the story? And would it, would, that, would he make the headline <laughs> say, like, local blogger hit to <laughs> sizzle up the page views a little bit? No. You can. You have my permission. No, but I think it <laughs> – Eric, to be honest, like, I think that the story is – the fact that if someone got killed by a Disney World bus, that is – you know, that's the story. Yeah. It doesn't matter who the person is. Like that's that's a story. I think you regardless. could pump up the clicks a little bit if you wow. included that it was a local you blogger. Know. Just You're don't like, tell people it's me because that's like when yeah. inside the magic says someone from Nightmare Before Christmas died, and then it's the guy who played like boy number three. <laughs> when you get to the bottom of their article, right? Yeah. Boy number no, but I'm, I mean, I'm there. I'm there. I'm at the bottom. Man. No, I mean <laughs> you've agreed to cover this, and and again, I think it was extraordinarily unethical mm-hmm. to not say anything about the cast member wage thing. Right. I thought that Not was, even cover that there was a yeah. march. Um, to the last part of Kyle's question, most of us listening would love to try it, but what are the hidden downfalls? Don't do not do it. I'm going to go first. <laughs> don't do it. Um, because I'm much, I'm many tiers below like most of the creators that people know, right? I mean, people, some people recognize me, some people recognize Nana, some people, more, many more people recognize Tom. Quite often people will recognize me, but only when I'm with Tom, they're like, you're the other guy. Oh. Yes. And they, someone actually said that to us once. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes I get, you're the guy with the desk. You're the guy with the desk. Time, so. Um, so on on a given day, I go to the park. I, I will bump into a few, a handful of people that will say, hey, Eric, you know, I like what you guys do. Or they shout, spike the bee at me or whatever. Uh, yesterday on the way from the parking lot into Epcot yesterday afternoon, I got stopped three times. Um, sometimes never, but what I'll say is for everyone that stops you, there's a couple people that know who you are and don't say anything and might be overhearing your conversation or, um, as a friend of mine said, well, you're not famous, Eric, you're just well known enough that you better wash your hands for 20 seconds every time you leave the bathroom at Disney world. Right. So there's that, um, keep in mind, it's a, it's not a true celebrity, Right, it's not like I'm trading off my privacy for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. So there is some of that where you know you can be having a nice day and be worried. Are people overhearing my personal yeah. conversations? Are people uh, yeah. taking pictures of me, especially when I'm not looking real good? Like today, I just yeah. had to come on the air anyway, shampoo eye and everything. <laughs> um, that is a downfall, right? You lose a, yeah. a certain amount of privacy. Oh. Uh, the other thing is people just love to tell stories about people they saw who they know from. Yeah, from the internet. Sometimes they make and stuff up. And sometimes they make stuff up. Mm-hmm. Like I asked for an entire ride vehicle to myself at Dinosaur. <laughs> right. That's, that's, my that's a good one. one. I like Our that whole one. staff made Another up. Another one was my, me and my significant other got off an airplane and cut people off while, while you know. What if it was a child? Like you knocked over a child? Oh, people said Epcot 30. Epcot 30, they said I knocked over a child trying to get in line for merchandise. <laughs> I mean, that, that was, was believable. My, that was my favorite. Wow. I will I will say this. Like look, it's not it's not true fame like you said, but it is fame in a certain realm, right? Like within a Disney park. Like I can go I can go to New York City 
and be a normal human being. Yeah. And I don't have to worry, generally, have to worry about anyone knowing who I am. If I go into a Disney park, forget it. I lose that. I, I have right. to assume that every person that works there and a good amount of guests mm -hmm. know who we are, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I've been here a long time. People either from the website or from this, um, the YouTube channel or from whatever, mm -hmm. know who I am. And like that's, you know, that's still where I go and same for you and I'm sure same for Nana. Like it's still Mine's where you go horrible. with- horrible. Like you still where go. you go with your family or your friends to hang out. And so you can't necessarily always just be yourself well, in those moments. Well, Tokyo is the worst. Like- oh, Well, there- I want to hear from see, Nana See, I can hide there Tokyo a bit, believe it or not, worse. even though I Like if I go, out. they know me. So they'd be like, oh, that's, that, that's her. But yeah. like Japanese people are so mean and like not nice. So they're literally like, oh, I think that's wait, her. Wait, hold on. Known for Go their back name. to episode one where Tom goes on and on about how nice ja and polite Japanese people are. Oh, in public though. Oh, yeah. uh, but you're talking about like they behind your so back. Sweet. Are you talking like, about like, like passive they, aggressive? They will literally like bring up the phone and like look yeah. at my picture and like, I think that's yeah. her. That's it's a her. cultural difference, and yeah. Yeah, then leave point on me. So like, if I do something wrong, like if I was like, if yeah. I went to the bathroom, leave my stuff, and come back, yeah. then they'd be like, "Oh, she left her stuff," yeah. and then went to ride the ride, even though I just went to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. But like, yeah. those things happen. So like, my peaceful time in Japan, oh, it's gone. It's fully so, gone by. Um, no, I forgot. My own castmates on WW News Tonight claim that I demanded water with lemon when we were singing a song, which um, couldn't be further from the truth. But like going to a park, like l let me walk you through that a bit. If people don't stop me and say hello, then people think they're quieter than they are. And Jason heard it yesterday. Jason, like very rarely do other people get to hear it. But Jason's like, oh, those people were talking about you. I go, yeah, that's just a thing that happens as I walk by. Some, Not everyone stops you to say hello. And you don't even know if those people not necessarily like you, you or dislike yeah. you, right? All I hear is like, that's that guy. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's the news guy. It's, yeah. And that's all I hear walking through the park. And people don't realize how <laughs> loud they are. But it's a thing. And like, look, I love when people, like, it's great. When people, who doesn't like if someone stops you and tells you they love what you do? Right. I don't care what you do for a living. That's that's gonna feel nice, right? But it's the the part that's rough <laughs> is when you don't know how people feel and you hear them mm -hmm. whispering yep. off to the side and they're mm -hmm. pointing and the pointing thing too. Like people yeah, like, people uh, think that you can't see them. They're like they're looking. I see you with the phone taking a picture yeah. of me. Like your phone's like this. Like yeah, you're taking a picture of me. I'm aware. Just just wave. Do you wave remember the time? Ask. Do you remember the time you were live streaming and you walked by and you're live with an audience of several hundred people and a guy's yeah. like, "There's that." Whoa. Oh yeah. Whoa. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. That was that wasn't. That was funny wasn't for that? me. It probably wouldn't have funny for I you. I thought that was Rise of the Resistance opening. No, it was like in Epcot. I need to write like Jake World mark Showcase. the times so they can edit out that expletive, please. Anyway. Oh, you can say that on YouTube, I think. Can we? Yeah. I don't know. People are gonna listen to this with their kids. This is not this is not the TV channel. We're on the main channel. Well, we need to put like uh, not kid this friendly or like it's No, not, like, I'm not Disney doing friendly. that. Just bleep it. Just bleep. But yeah, oh, no, God. I'm uh the in the it had to be edited out of I think the Rise of the Resistance opening day where some guy basically yelled that at me. Wow. Um and I, I flipped him off off camera, but <laughs> I wasn't letting that go un un uh, returned, yeah, but <laughs> no, but that's I will tell you that's only only two times has anyone ever said anything negative to me in a park. Yeah. People usually just reserve those comments for online where they're safe. And so there, there was a there was the, the girl who wrote about me. She tweeted about me like asking for my own car on dinosaur, 
Like I very politely tweeted underneath. I was like, this, I mean, this didn't happen. Can you please? And I just very nicely, happen. I just was like, could you please remove this? Because this, this did not happen and I don't appreciate it. That's all I wrote. I didn't, I didn't call, name call. I didn't, oh wasn't mean. God. I just asked and she did. She's like, I'll take it down. And she, and she wrote something kind of blah in response, which was like, this happened, but I'll take it down. Like, why are you taking it down if it did happen? Like, you, you know, you made it up. Like, just, just. Just take it. Uh, Dana like, look, I've I've tweeted things I regret. You know, I've made mistakes, certainly. You know, just just you know. Well, you also um, you're recognizable because you're a you're a tall, you know, tall big guy. Yeah. You kind of wear a uniform, right? A yeah. lot of these you're personalities wear tall. a uniform. I'm hard to miss. Uh, Mr. Morrow used to be always like a hat, oh, or yeah. now he's got the Roosevelt stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, Molly had her sunglasses and yeah. her ears. People have these sort of things that their their signature look. I, yeah. I think I kind of blend in, hopefully. Um, but you, you're you're hard to miss. I wore a regular. This is the old Tom Cruise uniform, the regular. Plan. Do you know I used to wear those a lot, and I had to quit wearing them when I started working you started here. Worked here. I had to. Ch you changed your whole wardrobe to work. I changed here. everything. <laughs> I, I never wore. I never wore just a t-shirt and shorts ever. Yeah. I wore like slacks and a dress shirt and what? nice stuff. Oh yeah, that was the worst. Oh, no, not God. here. And with my job before I worked for yeah. WWE. Oh. In the um, happier times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, being an IT project manager, very, very much not stressful. Um, you like this better than your old job? Totally different challenges. Oh. Totally different challenges. <laughs> I love that. Wow. That I used to very, have to deal with a lot of difficult people. Very now I deal with answer. one. <laughs> one. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm difficult. I don't disagree. Uh, Jake Sniper says, also, would be cool to know how many days a week does each member spend at the park since it's their job? Do you oh, feel God. since you're forced to spend so much time at the park, it has diminished your love of the parks? <laughs> Do you think you would enjoy it more if you only went once every year or twice like the general oh, my public? God. Um, to answer the first part of the question, we have staff in the parks every single day, um, and that goes for Walt Disney World. We have a team of several reporters plus people like myself, Tom, Jason, other uh, our social media team who are also in the parks. Uh, quite often. So every day at Walt Disney World, mm -hmm. somebody from Sundays our staff is uh, in the parks. Um, at Disneyland, I think we have someone every day. Sunday to uh, some day, some Friday. We have we have a team of uh, at least three reporters out there at Disneyland. Uh, Tokyo, less often. Tokyo doesn't have well, whenever, an annual pass. So every time we Tom want, wants the merchandise, I'll send the people. When Tom wants the merchandise. Or an event <laughs> is happening. We went for Halloween. But I happen to also want things, yes. <laughs> also happen to, okay. But they don't have an annual pass in Tokyo, so yeah. we do have to pay admission every time we go. So but it's like $40, we, though. It's like $70. It's more than $40. Yeah. Uh, but huh? it's like oh, mine's $70 or $80 now. now yeah. But, I mean, so we plan that out a little bit more. We It's not as much like go there and look around and see yeah. what's new. It's more like, hey, we know these things But if the annual pass returned, we'd probably be there more often. Mm -hmm. right. uh, Paris, Tom goes there 42 days a year. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not right? there right now as this show is airing. Mm. We're definitely not filming this one ahead of time. Uh, I and don't go there, though. Tom's actually going to Hong Kong soon. Yep. Yeah. November. Uh, we don't have full-time staff in Hong Kong, Paris. Or Shanghai. Or Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, we have staff members in Tokyo, Disneyland, Walt Disney World. Huh. Um, but has it diminished your love of the parks, Nana? What? I mean, so since I started this job, right, it will never going to be, like, private time at Disney. It's like once I 
got into the park, it's always like reporter mode. Like I have to get, to, oh my God, this has to be new. Oh, what is this? Oh, I don't think it was here. Like it never like holding your hands, like having a nice time at this. It's not, it's not like that, no. It's always have to be like, oh, this is new. I have to send in. Like even I try not to do that, it's impossible to do that. I try to do it. If I'm with, if I'm with my girlfriend, I'll be like, I'm going to try to switch off. And she'll be like, that t-shirt looks new. And I'm like, that t-shirt looks like something <laughs> I can wait a day. If I see something that looks like it's big, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not a hassle though, right? I yeah. think I think for those of us that go a lot, that's it actually w- became like a hobby, right? That's, like yeah. there that's are habit, there are, not there a are hobby. parts mm, there are parts of this job that are purely the job, right? But then it, on top of that, it is a place we all go several times a week. So like before there was a website, before WWNT, I remember going in stores and doing that anyway. Like going in there and being like, "Oh, look, they got all this new stuff." Or like, oh, look, they moved that bench. Oh, look, they painted that building. Like, those were just things I noticed before. But that's why this exists is because these were yeah. things yeah. my, you know, me as a, as a young mental case, what I was doing back then, right? Like I, I jokingly say if it wasn't for Disney pin trading, we wouldn't be here today because that's what we did. We walked all four parks in a day looking for pins to trade with cast members. And in the course of doing that, learned every inch of the park better than most people. I think we knew – we knew every store. We knew all everything that was in it. We knew every building, you know. And, but I'm that's, the opposite. I'm hey, honey. It turns out they don't have any merchandise here today. Let's go ride something. God. I mean, it's like a disease. I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, like because you know, next week I might get to go to Disneyland. Who knows? But like, I'm oh like, God. what I'm gonna do in Disneyland if I'm not gonna look out for anything? Like, there yeah. is no way that I can just go in. And like ride the ride and watch for it. No, no, no. It always like, yeah. oh my god, I think that has to be new. I have to send it. Like, yeah. it doesn't go away. It's like it's really bad. It, it disease definitely. Yeah. Uh, Dana Marie <laughs> says uh, a day in the life of a blogger vlogger might be neat. No. Uh, see the whole writing editing process behind the finished product. We've talked about doing a day where like a crew follows me. I around. brought it to you like last year and you said, I don't think reporter would love to do that. So we didn't, I don't think a do reporter it. would, but we, we'll talk, we could talk about it. Yeah. You gotta be it careful be how we do that. But piece I mean, it, generally speaking, it is kind of interesting what we do. And in other ways, it's very boring, right? We're writing a lot of scripts, uh, yeah. not this show, well, like- um, but for news today, the creation of the script takes longer than recording the show. Editing the show takes longer than the show. You know, there's a lot of people at work. Uh, any episode of news today has someone working in the studio. Uh, Tom, I don't, Tom usually writing a script or, or me, depending on who's hosting. I don't know if that's the part they're super interested in. I, I think they're very mm-hmm. interested in, like, what does the park experience look like, oh. right? Like, what is a reporter? This is the writing and editing process. Oh, it does. Okay. Um, so if we're talking about video content, then uh, an yeah. episode of news today, Tom's going to write it or I'm going to write it. Uh, Jake is going to be at the studio. They get have a light set up, get the teleprompter set up. We record. We send it off to someone, and then someone has to edit it. Then someone has to create a thumbnail. Someone has to publish it. So there's a lot of people that are involved in the process. If you're talking about the website, um, everybody does that a little differently. We do it in real time. Hmm. Our website lives in real time. Now, yeah. there are times you'll see a reporter will send, oh, God, my nose is really itchy. Um, you'll a reporter will send in something. We'll go, okay, that's a new croc. Those are new crocs or something like that. They'll send it in and someone will write the article up and we'll just set it aside. It'll be ready to publish whenever we need to publish mm-hmm. it. It may not get published right away. So quite often you'll see us publish something that we got on Monday. We don't get around to publishing it until Friday because it's just not no, so a big urgent. deal. Yeah. And inevitably someone's like, that 
was there on Tuesday. You guys are late. We're like, well, you know, we don't publish everything that but we see. But our reputation but is we that do, we're there when We it do happens. find it in real time and we share it and our reporters will basically use a tool online. To There's any number of these tools. Some people use things like WhatsApp or Slack mm. or whatever and they share it with a team. And in our cases, our reporters don't write their own stories. They send it to the writing team and the writing team does it and then editors edit it and yeah. publish it. And, yep. and then you have a website. Social media people then take that stuff and turn it into social media. And that's how the sausage gets made. That, <laughs> that's your one-minute explanation. Yeah. All right. You got a lot more questions. Yep. Okay. Also, it would be cool to know how many days a week does each member spend at the park since it's I, their job. I, I think you read that one. Did I read that? Oh, I did that, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? Uh, yeah, so, so like, like do you feel, I, I think I double um, somehow. Oh, yeah, one yeah. Twice. Um, yeah, but they said also if you went once every year to like the general public, would you like it more? Uh, probably. I mean, probably. I, but I still like having Disney World thing, in my backyard. I still like yeah. after work to go and you where you meet your friends to have a yeah. beer at the end of the day is at the Rose and Crown. It's not at Cheers, right? You, you go into like <laughs> yeah. a totally different place. It's cool. I love Disney World, but the thing that changed what I love about Disney World was going to Japan. That was or- that in Paris changed because I think we just realized like our parks had not be, been maintained over the decades and kind of fell behind and. Like, look, I think the things that make Disney World special are the resorts and the dining, I think more so than anything, I think compared to the other Disney resorts in the world. But I think once you get out there and see more of what Walt Disney Imagineering has done over their 70 years of existence, I think then you're like, oh, well, some things can certainly be better. And maybe, you know, like don't, there are things I still, like I love Disney World still. And there are some things that I still really enjoy doing, but there's a number of things where it's like, you know, go on Pirates here, and it's a sad reminder of, like, the fact that we got a Pirates that was rushed and no one really cared about, and Mark tried to do his best to make it something, but it, you know. I still like it. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy that what I, my favorite part of it, which was Pig Lake Pete, the Barker Bird, is coming back. Like, that means a lot to me. That means more to me than our version of Pirates does. But it will ruin you. I mean, if you go to the other Disney parks around the world, you will see things, and you'll be like, oh, I like this better, and I like this better. I like Disneyland better. better. Um, But then there's some things you won't, right? The resort hotels, I think. I think all the... I've been to almost every Disney resort hotel in the world I've stayed at at this point. And I think the Disney World ones are still the best. They're still by far the most Mm -hmm. interesting, the most fun, the most thematic. um, You know, so... I have soft spots um, for resorts that aren't necessarily people's favorite. Like Disneyland Hotel. It's not even the nicest hotel at Disneyland. I just like it. A lot of history. I just like it more, right? Old Key West. I just like I it more. I love Old Key West. You know, I, I can't explain it. I just like it more. It's a I'd good rather, vibe. Yeah. It's a relaxing, it's actual it feels relaxing like you're on vibe. Yeah. yeah. It feels like you're, it's like Fort Wilderness. It feels like you're actually yeah. on vacation. Oh, that was the, the best week of my year probably so far. Uh, Nako said, I'm looking forward to this. I wish more vloggers would comment on their past experiences versus their current experiences with Disney. What is a quality vlog? What is a good value for your money? The whole team at WWNT does a good job providing the cost of food, the amount of food, the money and quality of the food and special event tickets. I value Tom's insight because he has a long history at the park and provides viewers with his past experiences. Yeah. So at the end of like the La Cellier vlog, I I the whole end is is why should you go here or why should you not? And that's that's what it is. And we talk about value, right? We talked about the $51 scallop dish. Um, you know, I'm not gonna spoil the review yet, but like that's but scallops that's cost $51. End, wow. But that's that's how we end every review is is was it good? Was it bad? Should you do it? Should you not? Does it work as a local? Does it work for tourists? Like who? Who is it for? 
is it worth it? Like that's that's the point of what we do. And so, and I know a lot of people, you're right, a lot of vloggers, it's like, I went to this event and it's not like, is it worth it for you to go to Marceline? Right. It's just like, I'm gonna show you Marceline, but I don't really care about you in the end, <laughs> whatever. I, think, I did this thing. I don't care if you can. I think a lot of people that are new to the our content or, or for whatever reason aren't familiar with us, I see in the comments a lot of times that we're shilling for Disney, and all, which probably couldn't be further from you the truth. Tell me um, you have no just, idea who we are. Just to clarify, um, when we eat this stuff, we're not – Disney does not comp this food to us. Nope. We pay for the food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we so pay for the hotels. We, we pay for the hotels. And I will tell you, sometimes the, the review that we post pays for itself with – you know, advertising and things like that that we get on the website. Yeah. Sometimes it does not. Yeah. And Tom is, frustratingly for me sometimes, Tom is adamant that we review it anyway, yeah. even if it's not going to make money. Uh, so some of those cupcakes don't make a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah. we do it. There's there, We have an obligation uh, for it. Cool thing, our health, though. What is our it? health and our and our revenue, but but <laughs> but we told people we're going to be there when something happens, so we have to be there, whether it's profitable or not. Like there is a, um, you know, there's a need, and thank and thank God, like, you know, between ad revenue on the website and between YouTube and super chats and between the Patreon program and Carousel products, between all that, we are profitable enough to where we're successful. Thank God, but but you know, as long as those numbers stay where they are, then then we have to continue to commit to what we've commit to, right? So mm. whether or not food reviews are profitable or resort tours are profitable, they're part of the, you know, they're part of the pocket. But our pocketbook for the company says, thank God we've almost stayed in all the resorts now. <laughs> That's fair. Please stop remodeling them. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, stay tuned next week for the villas at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, yeah. She also asked, what is a quality vlog? I don't know if that means what vloggers do we watch that like I don't watch them. I'm told some I are better than others. I, I don't know. Oh. I know like Mammoth Club has a huge following. I don't I assume that means it's good. A quality vlog know. is you watch it and you look forward to watching it every time they do a new one, right? That that quality is hard to it's hard to explain quality, but when you see it, you know it. Oh. Yeah. I think is the way the way I would put it. I say things that are fun. I'm going to watch something. I want to have fun. Everyone's different. Some people want to learn, right? So, yeah. like, some people like timekeeping. They watch our, our timekeeping no, series. It's different. Everyone's got a different thing. And and the nice, the one nice thing about the community being so large is, hopefully, there's enough out there where there's something for everybody, right? Where if you yeah. are a history buff, or you just like cupcakes, or you want to know about lounges, or you're a vegan, there are, there are channels that just review vegan food at mm -hmm. Disney World, right? Not that we don't, but. Um, I thought you know, become a vegan now. I, you know, no, I, but I I do eat a lot of vegan. Dishes. I recently bought an Xbox, which means there are games that I'm like, how do I play this properly? What's the best yeah. way to do this? And there's all kinds of content for that. I, mm. Those are the kind of vlogs I like. They're, those are informative, but I find the people that are also entertaining. Um, okay, uh, meowing peeps, ninety one. Uh, we did that already. How many workers? Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. And the next one we did already too. You could skip ahead. These are okay. repeats basically. Do you want me? Can I read yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, read All this right. one. Uh, DWMK1644. The amount of reporting on experiences that are unrealistic for the regular fan to enjoy or experience. At times, it feels like vloggers and bloggers media are those that Disney cares about rather than actual people that will pay money to attend events and the vloggers, etc., know it and don't care. Just like any community, there are, <laughs> there are scumbags, uh, but it feels like the theme park community, there are more than others. Everyone trying to get theirs and come across as fake. I mean, 
I don't. I will say this. I don't think everyone on the media list is out for themselves, right? I think you know. I know I talked about the Diz before, but I I think most people at the Diz are, you know, um, pretty honest and and do a good job. Um, but you're right. I mean, there are definitely people that are there that it's like I'm having a good time. And this, the other thing that drives me crazy at some of those media events, Disney will do things for them that don't aren't things you even experience, right? Character I remember, meet and greet. Yeah, like the Tron, Halloween party they brought out. Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, Mickey Tron. and Minnie and Tron costumes. Like these aren't even going to be in the park. Like yeah, you're you're having them post photos of them, but like the guest isn't going to get to see these. Why even? Why show them I know. something? You're not going to give to the regular guests. They do it like the Halloween party and Christmas party. They'll it's have them at contemporary to try the food, and they'll bring out a character in a costume that's not even the costume that's at the event. Yeah. Um, and then you're right. There, there are some larger things, right? Like there is some, there is some argument as to whether or not a media outlet was invited on the one hundred and ten thousand dollar Adventures by Disney trip to every Disney park <laughs> in the world. There is some argument. If we as were to, invited, you would have sent. Oh, me, Oh, right? we weren't. I would have gone. Right. I would have sent you because you sent. Right. I would have sent you because I would have been annoyed to be at Tokyo for only seventy-two hours. I would have been like, only this is seventy-two a, hours. It's such a waste. It's wow. such a waste. You can't see the parks and Tokyo oh. in that. I time. hereby volunteer it's, to only spend seventy-two hours there. But right, if they sent people on a thing that only that sells out anyway. And you at home can't really do, like, look, we have covered some events that maybe, like Galactic Star Cruiser, was not a thing everyone can afford to do, right? Mm -hmm. But we had to cover it because it was a new offering at Walt Disney World, right? And eventually we will review Victorian Alberts, probably won't vlog from inside Victorian Alberts because they think that's in poor taste. But we'll review <laughs> Victorian Alberts, but, you know, that's a premium experience. Everyone may not get to do that, right? Yeah. Um, I think the problem is that there are some people that that that's never a thing that's even said in the review. I think when we did three reviews of Star Cruiser, I said very adamantly, I was like, "Look, a lot of people may not get to do this, which is a shame because I think it's wonderful. I wish it. I wish Disney would cut the price so more people could see this. That would be great." Um, I don't know that a lot of other people said that. I think a lot of the people it, it, they made it about them, and it's like this is a great experience. I loved it. Blah blah blah. And again, and we we did as a company pay for that. Yeah. You were not hosted. No. Right there, the first media yeah. cruise is a lot of people who were hosted. So can you, yeah. if you're getting a $6,000 experience and you just paid for it, yeah. you're a lot more likely to tell me what the quality of the experience and it was. It was like the Wish, right? They matched the money that came out of your pocket. They put them on the Wish media cruise and everyone's glowing and then... The rest of us human beings get on the boat and are like, the boat's not done. <laughs> and, and I think that made a lot of people look bad. I think because I remember like we were on the member cruise and it's it's us and, and there's almost no other media on that cruise. Um, it's it's Disney Vacation Club members. And if one per, if one group is going to notice. The most reasonable group yeah, of people. <laughs> if one group is going to notice everything that's wrong, it's the Disney Vacation Club members. And they certainly did. And I think that's why, that's why it doesn't pay to be dishonest to be on that media. Media list. If, if being on the media list is your goal, I think you have a a warped perception of reality. I don't think you understand what is right. I will tell you what means so much more to me is when people come up to us and say, "You guys, it's ref you guys are so refreshing. I appreciate your honesty." That means so much more than Disney saying, "Oh, we we recognize you now." I don't I don't need that. I don't need that from them. That means nothing to me. I. I think it's also important just to be authentic. And I don't just mean opinions, but like a lot of creators, it's always like, hello, everybody. I'm so <laughs> happy to be. That drives me crazy. And I'll tell you, I took some criticism on, on our uh, food and wine review. Tom and I were at Disneyland. We did um, all of this new food at Disneyland. 
and DCA. Oh, the big Hero 6? We flew on a red eye, landed at the airport, and went directly to Food and Wine Festival for the first day. And one of the comments is like, Eric looks cranky. I'm not watching you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, would you have rather? I was like, Tom, I could not be more excited to be here today. <laughs> I just People love that after a, week, that after a week of complaining that you weren't going to try the pickle milkshake, you then tried the pickle milkshake. <laughs> no, and I always, like, the way we open, like, I, I think you have to have a sense of humor about all this. So I think the way we always end up opening those reviews is I'm like, we have 80 items we have to eat today. I hope to live. And it's, it's always like, oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, like, that's because I think for so long, so much of the stuff was bad, right? I think we did that uh, Halloween party food review. And by the end, I'm sitting there in disbelief. I'm like, wow. A majority of it was good. <laughs> this is great. And then I started, you know, I, love I was more positive because the product was positive. The video editor says to me, Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I might want to cut this segment of Tom at this restaurant because he's sweating so much oh. that he might feel bad. That it looks kind of gross. And I'm like, No, that's actually the authentic experience. It was over 100 degrees. The first minutes. night of Mickey's Not So Scary yeah. Halloween party. I. That was part of the story, right? Yeah. I'm sweating mm-hmm. like crazy, and I'm miserable, and I'm trying to eat this food and get miserable. it all done, and and I'm having a good time, but also working. Yeah. And if I had been, hello, everybody, here I am again, I just don't think that's authentic. I don't think people would connect with that. No. Some people do. Some people There like are that. people that, that, you know, they like those other... Uh, YouTube channels and websites because that is what they want. It's it's look Disney World is is my happy place too, but um, I don't know. I just choose to be a little more realistic about it. I think, but I understand some people just like they get home from work and maybe they don't want Tom Corliss, you know, raining on their parade for an hour and a half. You know, I don't know. I get it. I think I start with the baseline that like this is a great place, and everything is judged on the spectrum of this. Why would we be doing this if we of didn't expectations like this stuff, right? that they've. So the idea that like, oh, all you guys do is complain. Do you even like Disney? Like, no, we hate it. That's why we go there all the time. No, we are giving you the opinion of this one thing judged against many of the other things that you can experience or that we have experienced. All right. Uh, User, boy, uh, QG7JL2. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, sir. Uh, uh, how do sites like WWNT get sources on the inside that are able to get scoops? Clearly, you can't reveal your sources, but I'm genuinely curious how those relationships form in the process of leaking info. Do they contact you? What do they get in return? Um, I think those relationships start because, you know, WWNT didn't begin with sources. Like, we didn't have sources. I think because we did things a certain way, we did something different, we, we got a lot of there were a lot of cast members, Imagineers, executives, people in all different places in the company that that were actual fans and saw what we were oh. doing and read our site and were like, something came across their desk or, or was told to them and they're like, oh, maybe people should know about this, right? And that's yeah. kind of what happens. What do they get in return? The answer is nothing. It's unethical to, to give them anything in return. We can't pay people from another company for information. And that's honestly, it's not get anonymity. That's not what people look for. People just, people love this thing the way we do and they want to share information. And that's, that's what it is. And in some cases it is, I'll be honest with you. In some cases it is to, to ruffle feathers in the right direction. Right. Sometimes it is like, can you leak like in the case of country bears, it's, (laughs) can you, you know, that in the Moana Tiki room, it's like, 
hey, can you can you stop this from happening? Oh, you um, were mocked for the tiki room until we found the concept art, remember? Yeah. But that sometimes that's what it is. And we're not the only site they've ever used that. For, like, I remember on WW Magic, there were fake forum users that used to leak stuff and all sorts of stuff. Like, sometimes it's even Disney. Sometimes Disney used to do it to get feedback on projects. But Well, sure, you um, get it from cast members. Imagine a company that's laying off all of your friends yeah. hmm. and is not give, giving into your union uh, demands, all these other things. Of course... Uh, you've, they've created a work environment that maybe is less than what it used to be for you, or you feel like you're being treated unfairly. I'm not saying everyone's disgruntled. I'm saying there are 70-some thousand cast members, yeah. and every now and then one of them's like, I think that people need to know about this. Yeah. I don't think it's fair that this is not yeah. uh, in the public eye. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's just for fun. Sometimes it's, I heard about this really cool thing that's going to happen, and you should let people know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of it's very innocent, and then some of it has an agenda. There are definitely Disney executives that have used WDWNT to further a project or something that they were involved in. I mean, it's a thing. And, of course, like, we're a fan site, so we love rumors, and we love to talk about what's coming you know, what's going to be happening in the future. So we share it. I mean, so the, so the thing for us was, again, we shared it because it's exciting as fans. That's what we want to read. And we assume that's what you want to read. And they want to share it because they have some investment in it or they're fans too and they can't wait to see people respond. There's also kind of a, I don't know if I should talk about this or not. I think there's kind of a high to being involved in that. Like I remember some cast member sources we used to have would be very excited. Like they'd give us something they'd be like, this is going to blow, paid resort parking 48 hours before it yeah. happened. We ran that, and people were like, this isn't real. And then I just remember talking to the source on that, and they're like, they're seeing thousands of retweets, and it's it's reaching hundreds of yeah. thousands of people on Facebook. And there's there's an excitement to be a part of that, right? That's exciting for us when stories, whether they're rumors or not, when a story blows up like that, that's it's terribly exciting to be a part of something like that. I think I we can also say that everything's not always some confidential informant. Sometimes yeah. we, I'll give you a perfect example. Something we took a lot of heat for. Um, that was unwarranted. A lot of the things we get, um, people think are a scoop because the organization doesn't communicate internally. They're so disorganized. Well. Mm -hmm. So quite often, so I bumped into someone from Disney PR once and they were upset that we got uh, the news that Tom Brady was at um, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. After the Bucks won a Super Bowl, he was doing Rise of Resistance or something. And they're like, oh, I'm in trouble because you guys got this information. Nobody was supposed to have it. And I'm like, I don't know how we got it. I didn't happen to be involved in it. And I talked to Tom, and Tom's like, they posted it. On, on the press site. On the press site. I got it from www.news.com. Yeah, our source was Disney's so website. the Parks blog and whoever was operating the press site upload didn't communicate. So the press site uploaded the image and the caption way before the Parks blog had a piece ready. Oh. And so I, I saw it pop up on the press site, so I posted it. It's officially from Disney. And then the Parks Park people just assumed like I hacked something or it was handed to me or I stole it because they, you know, back at that time especially believed that I was like the devil and, and out oh, to get gosh. everybody and yeah. ruin all their lives. <laughs> but but here's, the, here's a, a, a big one was coming out of COVID, things are reopening and the Polynesian yeah. sent uh, – so Polynesian workers have not been called back to work yet, yeah. right? It hasn't reopened. Yeah. And we find out that it is not going to reopen until they finish some remodeling oh. they're going to do. The, the and we didn't find this out so. through a source. We found this out because Disney emailed hundreds of travel agents that it was going to be opening on a certain date, which was much yeah. further in the future than the employees expected. Yeah. So what we have is people dragging us on the internet saying, 
I'm finding out that my husband's not getting his job back because you guys have to be first with the news. And my response to that is, if Disney emailed hundreds of travel agents this news before they told your husband, we're not the ones you should be mad at. You should Mm -hmm. be mad at Disney, right? Mm -hmm. But they never wanted to be mad. Like, a lot of those people didn't want to be mad at Disney because that's their employer and who wants to... Hate who they work. Right, for, we didn't. Right? We didn't send a ninja in to sneak in and put their ear. To no, a, they just a in usual meeting. fashion, like no one checked anything yeah. and just decided like time to let the travel agents know. And yeah, Nana, That's do you funny. get scoops in Japan? Yeah, yeah, we have a source in Japan too. So, but you know, there's things that cannot go out in our platform. So I just yeah. literally text him like this. Is she just tells happen. me. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happened. He's like, Oh, okay. And we don't because the, the Japanese fans do not like rumors that nope. there's a lot of frowning upon nope. rumors. If we post yeah. rumor, they're going to come in on us. Like, no, oh, take no, your no, rumor no. and put it away. Put, put it away. Put, put it away. away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to read the next one? This one's long. Is this me? Yeah. Doug Jackson? No, hold on. Oh yeah. Doug Jackson. Yeah, Doug Jackson, okay. 3890. Why is WWT usually not looked highly upon by other podcasting, others in the podcasting community, I assume is what he means. I also liked the Diz and Pete Warner stuff before the allegations came out about him and the Amex card stuff. I'm not going to talk about that. Is there any hate on your end towards them? And I mean more than the Diz or what is the issue that can mend the fences with everybody from your perspective? I don't... Look, like I've mended fences before. Like me and... Um, Steve, who runs WWE Magic for many years, did not get along. But we that since has that fence has been mended, we always say hello to each other and, and stop and talk. And I think we realized we were more similar than we were different people. And that's a great thing. I don't think you'll ever see that in the rest of the community because I think some of us are more real people than others. And Steve, Steve, I think, falls in the same category as me, where he started that thing um, out of passion and out of love. And it happened to take off and make some money. Um, I think Steve is competitive like I am. And I think that's that's the only reason we had uh, differences. But I think the reason Steve and I respect each other now in later years is because we both realize we're, we're both kind of the same person. We both love this thing and care about it. And I would think it was maybe a little better a couple years ago than it is now. And and yeah, there's a there's a respect there for sure. Um, and we, we do rock the boat, though, which, which yeah. we might not rub people the right way because, yeah, we do post things that are not always uh, great news. Some of these or things, things are, early, are like the media. The media list people hate us because we were allowed to post stuff early and grew a bigger following than them because we could post whatever, right? Like a tra- I, I brought this up before. Matt Roseboom, Attractions Magazine. I can't even count the number of people who have told me the things he said about me that are always like, "We got invited to a Terralina. We get invited to very few media events. Sometimes the third party people squeak through, mm-hmm. and Terralina was one of those. And I'm there, and I think he said to John Frost of the Disney blog, "He's like, why are they here?" And John said to him, "He's like, because they have a giant following, and this will be read by a lot of people when they post it." And yeah. and John told me that, and I was like, "John, I appreciate." It. John's another guy who has always been very nice to me and I respect and appreciate. Also um, the way rumors fly around, I yeah. think people hear a lot of things that we're not going to get in. I don't think we're going to get into the Diz stuff. Um, no, I will say that when you situation. had the Bob Chapek booing thing they yeah. did go, the Diz did go on and say, yeah, Tom was right about it. He called yeah. them on it and Disney's mad at it. Yeah. Right? They, they did say that. Yeah. And we made a quick parody of some of that situation but it's not stuff that we have a lot of facts about it, and we kind of stay out of that. I don't. It's not. It's not pertinent to what we cover, and it's not our business. Right. Yeah. You know what? What <clears throat> happened in people's companies uh, that we don't cover, and in their personal lives, is their own 
their own business, you know? Yeah. I get it. Oh, boy, here's a long one. You want me to do this Yeah, one? you do this one. This is, this is longer than Demuch, an episode news today. Demooch916. Unintended negative feedback looping is the primary concern in the, in the blogger-to-Disney relationship. We fans understand the glad-handing that occurs that enables YouTubers to hop around the world on Disney's dime to shill products and services. That's expected and somewhat necessary. The downside is the unintended consequence of raising yourself as a mouthpiece of the community, then censoring real community concerns when those negative revelations could cost your relationship with Disney. That's very fair. So our concerns aren't heard. As our mouthpieces sidestep uh, the core reactions and everyone pretends that false expectation is to blame instead of whatever budget conscious, blatant lie, falsely advertised, price spiking, no theme having, country fair ride <laughs> is being touted as amazing. Uh, the story of Disney bloggers is a story about walking the tightrope to both engage an audience via company access and finding a thin enough line to walk that still includes harsh truths and true community sentiment. And this is how you found yourself being labeled as the extremist media wing in the Disney third-party news realm. You use shocking techniques like the truth to talk with <laughs> us about Disney ideas and when they have all the imagination of an airport bathroom and not even the female bathroom. <laughs> you're, uniquely, you're uniquely qualified to speak to this loop and how it damages internal perception, which is how we get meetings that sound like this. Disney executive, hey, does anyone have ideas? Employees, not any you're willing to execute. Disney executive, great. Alert the media and roll the cameras in. Headline, idealists have ideas. Um, there's a lot to cover there. Um, but it is true. It is like... You know, they, they accept the handout and it's, I think sometimes people get, you know, blinded by the handouts and people enjoy that. And it's, I mean, who, of course it feels nice to be invited and go to a free party. Look, well, I've been to media events. They're very fun. They used to be better, but they're very fun. Like Cars Land, the opening of Cars Land and, and the rededication of California Venture, the greatest thing I've ever been to. It's tremendous. Um, but what was important about that and what I think made the difference then um, was, I was like, I realized, yeah, we're doing the media event. But I'm going to stay. Disney arranged our travel for that event. And they're like, well, you, you can come in on this day and leave on this day. And I go, um, actually, could I leave later? I'm going to stay after to see how, like, regular guests, how it goes with regular guests after you actually open the land. Um, and they did that. They didn't give me more hotel, but they at least gave me the, the return flight. They gave me a different day. And I stayed several days longer. I remember the last day of the media event, I was talking to Jim Hill. And Jim's like, how do you like everything? And obviously, we're gushing. It was great. Um, and he's like, are you, are you out of here with the rest of us tomorrow? And I was, I was like, no, I'm staying through the weekend. I want to see how things go. And Jim goes, that's, that's a great idea. And I, that, that's the difference. I, I think even, I mean, God, I was pretty young at that point, but the idea crossed my mind then that it's like, like I'm, it's great that I'm being invited to this event. This will be great. We'll get the videos out and everything will be out early. But people are going to ask me, like, how do you do Cars Land? Do I, do I have to run to Radio Springs Racers? Do I run to the Fast Pass mm -hmm. machine? How do I do all the rides? What should I eat at Flo's? What do I do here? That occurred to me. And so it was like, well, I'm going to stay a couple more days and see what, see what it's actually like. Is there going to be a line to enter the land? Is there not going to be? Um, you know, so that's, that's the difference. I think a lot of people accept the media event, and that's, that's the extent of their coverage, and I think that's a mistake. I don't think the media event should ever be the review. Right, and I know the couple times the Diz, to their credit, withheld. Right, I think might have been Wish, there might have been a couple things where they're like, "We're going on a real one after this." And Star Cruiser might have been the same. They're like, yeah. "We're going to hold the review until we see the paid guest version." Essentially, right? 
Um, and that's kind of what everyone should do. It's not what everybody does, but um, I, I don't disagree with this person. Like, I think there are some people in the community that hate us because like, like Matt Roseboom, I think they, they were like, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and just going to the media events and posting what Disney asks. And this guy's got all these followers and all these page views and all this attention because he can write whatever he wants and it's not fair. And I kind of want to say to Matt, like, Matt, you could, you could decide to be honest with people tomorrow and embark you know, on the same path I did. You, you decided you wanted to be media and only post what they email you, you know, what the press release is in your inbox. You've decided that's good enough for you. That's great. If that's what you want to do, more power to you. Don't be mad when someone blows by you. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Eric's like, I'm not looking forward to the feedback from this episode. I can't wait to get a pie thrown in my face at Epcot. <laughs> um, <laughs> boy. Soda just went out my nose. Uh, Mina723 says, we've just started our Disney YouTube inspired by this channel. What would you recommend for new park vloggers? Wow. Uh, one is like you, you've already done it. Get, just get started, right? Make yourself do something. Make Do something that's, try to find something that, that about you that's different. Be try different. to find something about your park experience that's different and interesting. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and try to hold yourself to some sort of schedule, right? Um, that's the hardest part for me. I wanted to do more creative things with the company, but as my role in this company grew, my time to do those types of things shrunk. It and, uh, shrunk. Yeah, and it's hard to have that discipline to say, I have to do this. Yeah. You know, we, this is where we want to launch a podcast. Tom's like, you want to do the podcast? We got to do it. You know, sometimes we're going to have to record two or three a week because of travel and people. And, and I have a show called Boxed In on our, on WWNT.TV. And I don't keep a regular schedule. It's too hard. So I think part of it is just be regular with your content. Have it set an expectation and live up to it. I think we have time for one more. Do you okay. want to go to Jason Vaughn from Wigs? Jason Vaughn one from of our the Wigs. Members. Yep. There are a couple of times you guys have done some stories where I feel like there's a lot of context missing that may get you clicks, but it makes other people look bad. One instance comes to mind when a woman had been stuck on Guardians for 30 minutes and had tried to get attention multiple times for a long period, but a clip of a, of a live had been shared of her getting out of her vehicle without all of other the other context. The woman was body shamed a ton as well by people. Aww. I think instances like that where you can still call out how stupid it was to do, but provide some context for the fact that these people shouldn't be kept on these rides, trapped for so long, could be a good thing. I believe we did. I believe we said, like, we said, like, the woman, we have a clip of this woman jumping out. Now, we don't know why. It's not our We clip. don't know. And we said, we don't know how long they've been there. We don't know the circumstances. We said that. And that's, like, to say that'll get you clicks. Like, look, the circumstances are irrelevant in that case because we don't, number one, we don't know them. And number two, that doesn't affect page views, right? Like the, the lady jumped out. That's the page views. That there was nothing, there was no other context to that that changes that, right? Like a person jumped out of a ride vehicle at Disney World. That's news in our realm. That is the thing we cover, right? I would love to know the context. I, you know, there is no way to know how to contact the woman who jumped out of the vehicle. That's, that's not a thing we can do. We can't magically find out who she was, right? All we can report on is what we know, and say, like, look, we don't know how long they were stuck on the ride. We don't know why the ride was stuck. But we do know that someone jumped out of the ride. Somebody, and that's it. And I – look, the other thing that, that people have to realize is I cannot control the internet's comments. <laughs> I can put a story out 
that is very tame and gives you just the facts. You know, if people, people are going to be gross in the comments, they always are. Mm -hmm. People are going to say mean things about people. It's just the way it is, right? Whatever. People say mean things in the comments about me every week. Like, it, it is what it is. I can't control that, right? I can control what's on camera. I can control what's on the page. I cannot control what people on the internet are going to say in response to a video or a story. That That is not possible. It can be frustrating when we don't have enough information. The story is newsworthy. Yeah. We, of course, would want more information. I can assure you if we have more information, we share it. Yeah. Um, we don't always have that information. And but I can't go in the comments and be like, Every five minutes, let's not judge. Like, are, are we already basically said that in the story above? We already said, look, we don't know what happened. We don't know how long they were stuck. We don't. I think, and I think it even was updated shortly after with how long they were stuck, and it was a long period of time. Um, but I mean, I don't know how anyone in the community could be held accountable for what people say in the comments. You know, like there was nothing. We didn't say anything in the story about the woman's body. That would be unethical. That was not a thing we said. If people in the comments are going to be mean, like, yeah, we can moderate that. On Facebook, we can delete them. Twitter, we can't. You know, there's some platforms we, we can't do that. There are so certain topics. There are certain topics that we do report on that we're required by kind of our mission to report yeah. on. Um, some of those are controversial in terms of people feel very strongly one way or the other, and some of their comments can get hateful. A lot of this revolves around uh, things where people's sexuality or whatever, yeah. and the comments that get gross. And I will tell you, someone's like, why is that comment on your Facebook? Well, we're not Facebook. We have staff, but at 9 p.m. on a Saturday, when we have 1,100 comments that we had to delete, yeah. that has to be done manually. Yeah. So and at some point the person's going to go to bed. Take accountability for the, you know? the own ugliness of your of your own comments. I mean, some of these people can't be adults, yeah. right? I like I I can't pay someone to be on the clock from eleven p.m. to seven a.m. to look at comments. in case someone posts something like mean, that. Know? That's Facebook's problem for allowing those things to go through. And I'll say like our website, if you leave comments on our website, nothing gets published. They're all moderated. Yeah, yeah. all of that's moderated. That's within and our control. We err on the side of like you know what. It's not important to have this comment on here. Yeah. You know, we I try quite often. More comments are not published than are. One yeah. day it might be fun to read some of the non-published comments. <laughs> uh, we've had non-published comments that are like, "We need to call the FBI. This person's insane." That was one we had to yeah. Recently, it was threatening. Yeah, yeah. Recently. Um, yeah. So you never know. Yeah. Well, that's it. Uh, that's the recap of our conversation. We have, uh, who brings us this conversation, Tom? Carousel of Products at carouselofproducts.com, the official shop of WDWNT.com. Right now they're having a sale, 50 to 75% off on tons of, we have like $5 t-shirts. We have $4 pins. It's crazy. Go, go. And we also have some great newer stuff too that's full price. Nana, what's the best item available on the Carousel of Products? Oh, the Figment t-shirts. You like the Figment 40th oh. t-shirt? I like that. 40 years of sparks. They are t-shirts with a character resembling Figment. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a pin. Distinct. I think the pin might be sold out. I don't know. We have them here at the studio. but um, That's why also another thing, when you come see News Tonight or come to one of the events, the Carousel of Products shop here in the front of the office is open and you get some stuff that's sold out online. If you do want to come here and check out this uh, exhibit slash museum in person, uh, go to www.wdwnewstonight.com. You can buy tickets to come to our show uh, on Thursday nights. Yeah. We have a show this Thursday, then we're going to be off for a couple of weeks. Or, October 5th, we're back. Yeah, October 5th, we're back. The day you get back well, from France. Well, as you're saying this, it probably isn't a show, but... Yeah. I don't know oh, when yeah, this yeah. is airing, but October Sorry, 5th. Is... We're back on October 5th, and 
Uh, tickets throughout the end of the year are available at www.newsonight.com. From 8 to 9, we have free refreshments that are included with your ticket. You can grab a soda and some snacks, a water, and come mill about and meet other fans in, here in the museum. And then 9 o'clock, or a couple minutes before 9, we open the doors. You come watch the show, and it's a it's a good time. It's a comedy variety show. If you haven't watched it, it's over on the <laughs> TV channel. Nana's laughing like, yeah, it's not good. Don't watch it. But <laughs> we, think watch it's, it. we think it's fun, and I, I think you might week. enjoy it. Go, well, no, go check it out. Whew. Well, there we go. Two episodes in the can, Tom. I didn't know it was going to get this spicy. Thank you, Nana, for being here. Nana, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Last minute, well, she dropped gonna, in and gonna, said... I mean, I have to join back for uh, the Tokyo stories. When are we going to have We'll Tokyo do a Tokyo story? episode, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, we'll do another food review with you soon. Oh my Friday, God. in fact. Well, uh, you guys are going to do a food yeah. review. I won't uh, be here. I'll be in Paris. Always food reviews. I want to be a blogger because I want to eat all that food. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare. you don't. That might be when someone asks, what is the hidden downside of this? (laughs) Festival day. Festivals. Oh, no, no. food. I have such bad PTSD that people, friends, and family will ask me to go to, like, food and wine or any of those festivals after first day. And I'll just be like, you guys can eat at the booth. I'm going to have to eat somewhere else. The booth food just gives me, like, PTSD. And look, there are dishes I like, and I used to go back and get them more often, but now I'm at the point where it's like, I I don't know if I want to. All the drinks start to taste the same after a while. I don't know. After your fifth scallop. (laughs) For $51. Yeah. I want to try this over right now. What? This scallop, $51. The $51 scallops? scallops are good. They're good. They got $30 scallops it. over at uh, Raglan Road that are oh. good. They're fried, though. I don't like fried scallops. They're pretty good, Tom. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good. All right. The scallop forest, doubling in price every two years. Mm. That's where <laughs> I walked. I walked through the, scallop, through the scallop forest and out of the Lincoln Tunnel. That's how I got here. Um, through the river fits. of liquid sugar. Yeah, that's <laughs> par- paraphrase elf. Through the gumdrop forest and oh, out man. the Lincoln Tunnel. All right, I don't know if this podcast is going to work. <laughs> we're just as dumb at the end as we were at the beginning. And we get shut down. And now everyone hates us again, so. Name and name. Send, Bring and receive. Send your hate mail, various other bloggers and vloggers, to tom at wdwnt.com. Oh. I will promptly get back to you. Podcast at WWNT.com. Is that a thing? I don't know if it exists, but I can have Jason create it just in the next one. Let's make another email. Podcast at WWNT.com. You can email us. We might read it. We might not. I mean, hey, if they have any Tokyo questions, we will happy to answer that. We'll have to do like Ask Tom Anything or or Ask Ask Tom Anything. Oh, I love that. I'm going to send a thousand questions in there. Don't send okay, them yet. We're not ready for that. For our Japanese viewers, tell them thank you for joining us. And we'll see you. So, so, so. We go, we go away. Put this away. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot for joining us. Bye bye.